I V M I V M You are listening to The Signal Daily Brought to you by Front Page Studios People especially celebrities and brands in India need to know when to stop pushing boundaries and i'm sure you've already figured that i'm talking about poonam pandey's recent publicity stunt okay so tldr poonam pandey a 32 year old reality tv star model and former bollywood actor was reported to have passed away from cervical cancer however in an unexpected plot twist although many predicted it she later revealed in a video that she was faking it why in the world would someone fake their death Well, Pandey said it was her way of raising awareness about cervical cancer. I guess that's a noble thought. But was this really the right way to go about it? In my opinion, no. And it seems like many others feel the same way. The internet is currently buzzing with anger over Pandey's publicity move in collaboration with the digital agency Shabang and media company Hotfly. Shabang even had to post an apology on Instagram. But the unfortunate truth is that Pandey isn't the first one to use misleading tactics. Take dancer and actor Nora Fatehi for instance. She was visibly upset when a brand called Lulu Melon used a deep fake of her for a promotional video, advertising an almost 100% off end of season sale. But here's the twist. Fatehi was in on it, collaborating with HDFC Bank to promote its What the Fraud ad campaign and initiative to raise awareness about financial fraud. So wait wait wait. Are you telling me they're trying to fight financial fraud with a fraudulent promotion? Isn't that quite ironic? In the latest edition of the Impression, the Signal's senior editor Soumya Gupta highlighted it and I'm reading it out verbatim. Indian brands can't seem to divorce pre-buzz campaign from straight up misinformation. And I couldn't agree more. In fact, just last year, there were quite a few of these pre-buzz campaigns on social media. For instance, Actress Anushka Sharma teamed up with Puma for one such campaign. They staged a banter where she called out the company for featuring her picture wearing Puma sports attire on Instagram without her consent. But as it turned out, it was all a part of the plan to announce her as Puma's new brand ambassador. Now Anushka Sharma's prank seems harmless, but can we say the same for Poonam Pandey's move? Not quite. According to the Indian Express, a legislator from Maharashtra, Satyajit Tambe, has asked Mumbai police to step in and take action against Poonam Pandey for faking her death. He said in a statement and I quote, "The actor played a prank on cancer survivors instead of raising awareness." Sure, brands can get creative, but is it really okay to flat out mislead the public? I mean, the next time you hear about a celebrity's deep fake, legal complaint or even untimely death, will you believe it? For the next few minutes you're going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hello I'm Manaswini and this is the deep dive for 5 February 2024. One day Mark Zuckerberg is in the US Senate apologizing to families who say their children were harmed by social media. The next day He sees the stocks of his company jump 20% after he announces Meta's blockbuster earnings. All in all, I guess it's not a bad time to be Zuck. After all, 
the last quarter was his company's most profitable quarter ever. Meta pulled in a record $40.1 billion in revenue during the fourth quarter, while its monthly active users were also up 6% year-on-year. And I'm actually a little surprised, but it seems that Meta's Twitter clone Threads is also here for a long run, with now more than 130 million monthly active users. And as I've already mentioned, Meta's stock rose 20% last week. So clearly, Wall Street was impressed by the quarterly earnings of the social media giant. The rally in stocks added a whopping $197 billion to Meta's market capitalization, which as per Bloomberg is the biggest surge in the stock market history. For what it's worth, Meta also holds the record of the biggest wipeout in the history of the stock market. Do you recall February 2022 when Meta's share had nosedived due to woeful earnings results and ended up erasing $251.3 billion in its market value? But anyway, I guess those days are now comfortably in the past. And Meta has made a rousing comeback. Its growth is primarily fueled by the rebound in ad revenue. And the company has China to thank for. I know what you're thinking. Yes, Facebook, Instagram and WhatsApp are banned in the Middle Kingdom. But the Chinese-owned e-commerce companies, particularly Shane and Temu, are burning cash on Meta ads in a bid to hook American shoppers. In an analyst call last week, Meta acknowledged it. It said China-based advertisers now account for 10% of its annual revenue. Temu, for instance, is thought to have spent $1.2 billion on Meta advertising in 2023 as per the Financial Times. Plus, record earnings presumably has also given Meta confidence to go full steam ahead on AI. Zuckerberg even reiterated his ambitions in an earnings call last week that Meta wants to create artificial general intelligence and AI system as smart as humans, if not more which is, well, quite a high target. And whether Meta comes up with the AGI or not, the pursuit of it is going to increase Meta's expenditures again after the so-called year of efficiency. But how much? Do we have a number? So reportedly, Meta would be spending at least $9 billion more than last year's. And the company hints that its rising expenses could be the new normal because, quote-unquote, ambitious long-term AI research and product development efforts will require growing infrastructure investments beyond this year. But this has naturally got some of the investors worried. Meta's AI push is going to eat away billions of dollars. But at the moment, it's not clear how the company is planning to monetize the technology. For one, its large language model, Llama, is open source, which means it's not going to earn Meta much money. And as the information pointed out, investors may leave Meta's stocks high and dry if it doesn't find ways to monetize AI in a quarter or two. But Zuck is a man of confidence. He's of the opinion that Meta's unique access to hundreds of billions of publicly shared images and tens of billions of public videos will help him take over his competitors at OpenAI and Google, which largely depend upon data scraped from the internet. That I guess only time will tell who will eventually win the great AI race. But there's one point where Meta has definitely left other AI companies behind. As news website Semaphore reports, Unlike other AI companies which are largely boys clubs, Meta's AI team is largely made up of women. Now that's something, isn't it? If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello at thesignal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. 
The episode was researched, written, and produced by Anup Samewal and me. Edited by Venkat Anand and Soumya Gupta. Mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are the Signal. Co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.